All right, let me uh, let me talk to you a little bit about uh, sweat block. You know, they uh, they used to say, don't let them see a sweat. Why sweat at all? Uh, I will tell you that I've tried the sweat block deodorant and, and antiperspirant stick, and it's really, really good. Best I've ever tried. Uh, because it's been hot as the fires of hell here in Texas, I tried the wipes that you use once a week. It's unbelievable. I don't mean to be gross, but it's like after being outside and my shirt completely wet, I come inside, you know, I take it off, dry it off, and I actually smell it just to see how it's like there was I it was crazy. It was crazy. It really is the best uh, deodorant antiperspirant I've ever seen bar none. It's sweatblock.com. Get the wipes. I mean, if you're, you know, if you're, do you sweat in the summer? Get the wipes. It's crazy. Sweatblock.com. I just need to dunk my head in a bucket of it so my head doesn't sweat either. Uh, sweatblock.com. Promo code Beck. You can find them on Amazon. Promo code Beck. It's sweatblock.com. That's where you use a promo code. Save 20%. Good news. President Biden has has arranged for an airlift of baby food. Finally, the world can feed America. And it's a proud, proud moment. The first time ever in American history. But don't worry. I think things are going on. the. They're all definitely on the right track. Don't you? Seriously, don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the World Economic Forum uh, and Davos crowd, they're all meeting this week, deciding our future, which I just love. We begin there in 60 seconds. So we've been saying it for a long time now. Food shortages are coming um, at the World Economic Forum. They said it'll begin in the next 10 weeks, uh, which is, you know, wonderful. And by the way, have I mentioned that monkeypox... Uh, is here i'm freaked out about monkey pox i don't even i don't even know what it is but i can't now my weekend plans are wrecked i can't go to the saunas you know uh i can't go i can't go have just promiscuous sex with anyone without worrying about monkey pox what am i gonna do with all my spare time well maybe i should get online and order some food some extra food storage because when one monkey pox hits and when the food shortages start and switzerland will not let us airlift any of their food my gosh uh we're gonna need some so may i suggest 
You go to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. I don't think we're going to have the food shortages of the rest of the world, which millions literally will starve to death. Um, I don't think we're going to have those kinds of food shortages. But hey, with diesel, you know, headed towards $10 a gallon, (laughs) those trucks are just going to be pouring in to your local supermarket. It'll be great. Preparewithglenn.com. Do it now. Please do it now. Preparewithglenn.com. The uh, food kits ship fast and uh, and free and arrive at your door in unmarked boxes. Do it now. Preparewithglenn.com. Well, Stu, welcome back. How are you feeling? Uh, Pretty good. Thanks. Good. good. You look good. You look good. (laughs) I don't feel like I do, but thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I think you do. And uh, it's important for me to say that to you. It is. All right. right. Thank you for that. So were you in Davos by any chance? I was not. You were not. No. In the small ski town high in the Swiss Alps. It's beautiful. Beautiful, especially this time mm-hmm. of year, mm-hmm. you know, when the with, with the heightened security measures yeah. and all of the people who are controlling our lives oh, all together in one place, all together in one place. What couldn't be better? I could see myself now at a chateau just ship, uh, sipping champagne with with somebody with a spooky German accent. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't it be wonderful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's never now, been any bad things that have happened in European no, ski towns. Not. No. <laughs> Where people plan really terrible things. No. That's never occurred. Never occurred. Okay. So the World Economic Forum, according to the New York Times, there's a new story out today. And I think it's very, very good. Uh, uh, the small ski town of Davos, high in the Swiss, the Swiss Alps, uh, has heightened security measures in place during the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum. Today, everything that Davos stands for, globalization, liberalism, free market, capitalism, representative democracy, they all seem to be under assault. Now, they're about to make another case, but I would just like to point out here, globalization, liberalism, free market, capitalism, and representative democracy, yeah, they are all under assault by the people who are there now in Davos speaking. For the past half century, listen to this. Klaus Schwab, a patrician founder of the World Economic Forum, has extolled the virtues of an interconnected world, one where the free flow of goods, services, people, and ideas would lead to shared prosperity and peace. It was an idealistic vision that endured in spite of global unrest, and it found adherence in the corridors of power from Palo Alto, California, to Washington, D.C., and from Brussels to Singapore and beyond. The past two years, however, have fundamentally challenged the viability of that aspirational worldview. Now, may I ask a question? Have the last two years really made anyone, anyone, that's not already a Marxist or, you know, somebody in Washington, question the viability of elected representatives, the free market, capitalism. Uh, Are you, am I living in a different, because I'm not questioning any of those things. So you feel like uh, things are working well? I mean, I, they would say, "Hey, uh, uh, we have to baby lift uh, baby, baby or airlift baby formula." Yeah, here we too. really don't, Stu. No, we really don't. No, uh, it's we've elected the wrong people. 
We've mm. elected a whole bunch of, you know, uh, imbeciles, idiots, or criminals. Yeah, because we have tons of, that we could import European baby formula very easily if we had a shortage here. The problem, of course, is that it's not labeled correctly. Yes. So yes. the labeling so, process, right. that we can't right. allow kids to no. have ba- formula that went through the European safety process but didn't go through ours. And is better. And, yeah, right. Ours is filled with fillers. Theirs is actually better. But we but can't allow no, any of that. No, no, of course not. And by the way, there's not a baby food shortage in Mexico, just right across the border. There's no baby food shortage there. They're fine. Mm. They're totally fine. Just us. Good to hear. Just us. Um, anyway, the coronavirus pandemic prompted a wave of isolationist foreign policy moves. Revealed Now, are we being isolationist by saying, you know, we should produce our own crap here? You know, we should make our own vaccines. We should be able to make uh, rubber gloves for surgery. We should be able to uh, make our own steel, our own cars. We should be able to do that. What do you think? What do you think? Is it just me? I don't think that's an isolationist, but uh, it revealed the fragility of supply chains and left China largely walled off from the rest of the world. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has brought land wars to Europe and stoked fears of a broader global conflict. Even before the pandemic and the war, autocratic rules were on the rise in the globe and internal divisions were straining superpowers like the United States. Now, as Mr. Schwab prepares to preside over the first meeting of the World Economic Forum in Davos since the pandemic began, he confronts a world that looks very unlike the one he's been trying to conjure into being for more than 50 years. Wow. So the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab are actually failing, according to the New York Times. Wow. That's sad. It is sad. It is very you know, I can't big. help but think, Glenn, and I, I, you, you're making a sad face, but I can't help but think that you've had uh, some role in this. You've <laughs> written a book that's been critical of his efforts right, and, right. and has drawn attention yeah. uh, to his, no, his see, plans. See, that's the interesting thing about this article from the New York Times. They present Klaus Schwab as somebody who is a globalist but believes in capitalism mm-hmm. and wants that to happen. No, 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 no. Klaus Schwab's, his whole idea is the Great Reset to replace uh, shareholders capitalism with something wrongly titled stakeholder capitalism. It's fascism. If you take away all private ownership, for example. Yes. What is is that capitalism? Is there any way to no to have capitalism without private ownership? Well, no, you have private ownership, but you have a partner in that private ownership, just like China. Okay, you have the government. That's not private ownership then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why isn't it, Stu? It's a partnership where you're working with the best people in Washington the biggest brains, the people who really know what's going on. Like, they're right on top of things. Like, if you're a baby food corporation. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, this is insane. Uh, but the good news is ESG is coming apart. Now, it's coming apart with the people who are informed. And it is Republicans, in- independents, and Democrats are against ESG. Do you remember over a year ago, I told you about a bank that called and said, we would never, we're not, what? This is crazy ESG, what? 
Well, let me just show you here a snapshot of something that has just been introduced by the Bank of America. Um, Do we have that? It is, uh, it's a beautiful, it's a really, really, truly beautiful uh, snapshot of an iPhone with the Bank of America logo on it that says your personal ESG score. So you can check it at any time. Oh, good. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's helpful. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so, you know. Wait, I thought that was just, though, that was just, mm-hmm. uh, that was just going to happen with companies and investment companies. Right. It's not going to be you. Right. They're not going to have a, never do give you that. a personal credit score yeah, or anything. Never. They would never, ever do that. Mm-hmm. 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 Except. It's in their advertisements. Yeah, it's now being advertised (laughs) by Bank of America. Um, And there is a disturbing, uh, something I think disturbing uh, uh, from one of our uh, one of our politicians. Uh, He is actually from uh, Texas, and I've spoken to him about ESG and the Great Reset, and he has been very dismissive of it, which which really bothered me at the time but i thought well he didn't know anything about it etc cetera, etc cetera. well uh dan crenshaw uh, turns out to be one of the guys that klaus schwab has been talking about remember when klaus said that you know what's so great is we have all of these young apprentice politicians that we've been shepherding and so i go up to see justin trudeau and they're you know they're all in his cabinet so they're making great progress. Um, Dan Crenshaw is one of those guys. In 2018, he worked uh, as uh, one of their, you know, I don't know, scholar students or whatever, um, and could learn everything from the World Economic Forum, which makes this conversation that he had June a year ago on conversations at the mansion with Rick Wilson. Listen to what he says about the Great Reset. This is Dan Crenshaw. Uh, where do you see the, the Great Reset right now? And where's it, where it going over the next four, four to well, six years? I don't know if I danced around it. I just don't know anything about I mean, it. There, there are a it, lot of subjects that touch the Great Reset, or at least the philosophy of the Great Reset. Yeah, I, I just don't know much about it. Okay. Like, and mm. I, don't, I don't care either. I, it, you know, the... I think we're obsessing over it on the right a little bit. And look, I have been to the website and I saw, okay, this is okay. This is why people are saying that because I did look into that. Okay. okay, they say something about a great reset. I don't look into it any more than that. Look, mm. it's it's a bunch of people. It, it's a it's an organization that has no real power. I think when you call it the great reset, it sort of it sort of it, it sort of indicates that there's like a secret, you know, power cabal yeah. under it all. Yeah. And it's not so secret. It's just the Democrat Party. So, like, again, I, I, I no, just want us to, like, take a step back. It's not, it. the, it's not a conspiracy. It's a, it is a political platform. Sure. But just, like, just, you know, we, we sound a little crazy when <laughs> we start talking about, like, some sort of, like, secret, secret cabal. But nobody's talking about it being a secret cabal. And you would think if he were one of the selected people to, uh, you know, I, I don't exactly know what Klaus Schwab does with these politicians, but when you're selected, as he was in 2020, uh, 2018, and you're selected by the organization that has it, you would think you would learn to, or you would want to look into it. You know, you hear something like that, you'd want to do your homework on it. And if, I'm going to send him a, a copy of my book, The Great Reset, so he can 
finally look into it. Um, but it's uh, kind of a, a weird flex to brag about not looking into something. That it is kind of a. I haven't looked there. into it. I'm and I'm not interested. Yeah, and wow. I got, look. I think to, I don't know to to maybe defend him a little bit. Like it seems like I, there is, and you've talked about this. There is a, a part of the Great Reset online community. Yes, that is a bunch of conspiracy theorists, and they are saying things that aren't true. And that was part of your the point of your book was to separate those two things there is an actual great reset that is they it's not secret they talk about it they in fact it's so not secret they continually brag about it and how wonderful it is like it's not even build back better right like they love it they think it's the greatest solution and they think this is the right time correct because we're building back better from from covid specifically so like they are they are advertising this they want people to know how wonderful it is and it's only recently when you looked at you know the details of this plan which is not a secret cabal it is not you know implanting you know uh you know chips in everybody's brain from satellites it's nothing it's not that it's just a very detailed alternative form of what they are calling capitalism but doesn't look like capitalism to me at all and it's what uh, the new york times uh, is saying the opposite that klaus schwab is failing at he's supposedly somebody who wants capitalism no he doesn't read his books new york times um he doesn't want that he's pushing for something as Stu said doesn't look at all like capitalism so they're pushing that he is failing except what they're saying is winning is the great reset plan it's a little bizarre more in just a second let me uh, first tell you about the tuttle twins if you have children you are probably painfully aware that summer break is right around the corner and now your kids are going to get some time off from learning about critical race theory and how many new genders we're discovering every month summer can be a real learning opportunity for them if you give them the right stuff to read during the break your kids aren't being taught the right skills the right mindset or the right work ethic to succeed in a rapidly changing world so how do you prepare them the answer might be simpler than you think give them the opportunities to sell uh, to solve problems to succeed and fail in the real world Uh, encourage them to start their own businesses. And there's a book from the Tuttle Twins that does just that, and I've asked them to make it free for you. I've told you about it uh, last week. It is the Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business. You'll get it for free. You just pay for shipping. This this book goes into great detail uh, about how business works, and and it takes you through with these kids who are just trying to – they want to open up a theater – And their parents say, "Okay, well, let's do this the right way. And throughout the book, you will learn your kids will learn things about how business actually works, what the free market is, what a monopoly is. And it's all done in a really fun way that your kids are going to love the Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. So, um, by the way, um, Madison Cawthorn uh, is attempting to establish a dark MAGA. I don't even know what that 
I don't know what that is. Dark MAGA. Um, what? Okay. Here's the thing. I really, and I made this, um, I made this offer last week to him. I'd love to have him come on now because now he can actually talk about the, you know, the players, uh, that, you know, obviously threw him under the bus because he told about the, the, um, you know, orgy that he was invited to. Is that, is that what happened? I, I think so. That, isn't that what you would. Isn't that what you would? I think voters just decided to pick somebody else's. No, what no, it's, no. <laughs> what no, is no. what it seemed like. No, they threw him under the bus because he revealed. No, they did not like that. I will say. Yeah, they, <laughs> I don't know. Revealed yeah. or accused, but they did not like being necessarily. Accused well, that's what I would like to hear. Orgies. I'd like to hear yeah. if they were accused right. or if they were revealed. Because I mean, so. I, you know, that people made. As a congressperson, you have maybe different standards as, like, let's say us, and you know, we would mock you know, Washington, D.C., and maybe throw out a comment like that. You probably shouldn't do that when you're actually there if you're if you're just if you're not going to back it nonsense. up. Yeah. If you're not going to back it up. If it's not real, right? Like, yeah. I don't have any evidence there are orgies, but I might make fun of of, of Washington, D.C. insiders. Right. It's doing Having crazy, ugly weird, uh, eyes wide shut type parties because right. I could totally picture it. Yes. So was that just an accusation? Was he just sort of like joking and saying how incestuous the place is or was he making a real accusation well now now we'll know now we'll know i suppose now we'll know <laughs> uh by the way stacy abrams she's doing well uh in her race is she? to reclaim the the governorship uh so she's yeah she's doing really she um on the campaign trail said that georgia is the worst state in the country <laughs> So not usually what you say to get everybody excited, but that's the way the Democrats do it now. You know, hey, I want to be the president of the worst, crappiest country on the, earth. The most racisty, homophobic, yeah. transphobic place Fantastic. on earth. I want my name associated with that. Yeah, it would be great. Mm-hmm. So I hope she wins again. Uh, <laughs> apparently she's... Hmm? She can, she hasn't conceded the 2018. No, she still hasn't. Okay. No, no, no. Um, she uh, she is also facing some uh, some headwinds, and so is Senator Warnock. Uh, they're apparently not as popular in the worst state in the nation uh, as they would hope. Hmm. Yeah, it's a stunner. Yeah, and they're saying that it's you know they've got a the Democrats have a mes- messaging problem, and I I don't think they I think they have a a reality problem they're not living in it and they're not seeing it that's the real problem with the democrats back in oh by the way bill de blasio he says he's gonna run for congress too oh good good news wouldn't want to lose him the glenn back program in the woods uh a deep spring cleaning can do wonders for your home but if you really want to take your house to the next level you can do it in updates and remember renovations don't have to be actual renovations the way you think of them I, by the way my house i just found out two weeks away from being finished oh my gosh yeah two wow. weeks away gosh it's gets so close oh i know anyway they don't have to break the bank when you're dealing with blinds.com they have the expertise and the selection necessary to help you find the perfect window treatments for your home by the time they're done it's going to make like you have an, an entire new house and the house got a giant makeover. It is really amazing what shades, blinds, shutters, anything like that can do to the interior of your house. And by the way, 
They make it easier than ever by giving you access to expert design consultants and local pros that can handle the installation, which, by the way, comes at one low cost no matter how many things you order. It's Blinds.com, the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Shop Blinds.com and save 40% site-wide. Blinds.com, up to 40% off right now. Blinds.com. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Hello and uh, welcome to the program. Uh, I am uh, I'm proud to uh, announce that uh, Park City Fine Art is still carrying my paintings, which is bizarre. Uh, who would have thought that a year ago, huh? Um, and I'm going to have a uh, another art show this year's uh, collection. Um, it's June 10th and 11th in Park City. Uh, it's free, uh, but you do have to make a reservation so we, we can schedule everybody in. And I, I do a tour for about... 30, 35 minutes of, of the art and tell the stories behind all the people that are being painted. Uh, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. So join us. Um, go to parkcityfineart.com and make a reservation. Again, that's two weeks away. Exactly the time when my house is going to be finished. That's perfect. That's perfect. At what darn. point do you give up this, this, you know, this radio thing and just do the art? Because, I mean, Hunter Biden has shown this is a career. And I think if he can I don't do it, think he. I think he's done with it now. He's done. <laughs> he, done? Had, he had one wow. show. And now I think that's it. The passion yeah. for the art is gone. Gone. Wow. Gone. Yeah. Because it almost yeah. seems like it had nothing to do with art the entire time. <laughs> it does. It does feel yeah. that way. Uh, yeah. yeah. People might say, "Hey, no, y- your whole life life's work." And he had such talent, and now just oh, gone. That's really sad. Yeah. Really. It's really really sad. sad. I mean, no one's saying you're you're no Hunter Biden. Let's not. We're not Amen. trying to say that. I know. I know we're that. Definitely not trying that. to say that. <laughs> so, did you happen to see Bill Maher uh, over the weekend on his real time on his last show? On <laughs> yeah, the last episode of his show, it is crazy what he is saying. I mean, it's all true and great, but it's crazy. I, I, I. I, he, he's going to get canceled. He just got resigned. He just got resigned, which was honestly in this world a, a, a surprise yeah. that he yeah. did wind up getting resigned. But he's on HBO. It's a subscription service. He's been there forever. And he is saying things that you're not allowed to say. You're and not supposed to do. And his audience a year ago, it was a smattering of applause when he would say things. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, I'm confused. Do I, I don't know what to, and the people's heads would explode. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's, uh, he's getting the kind of applause he used to for saying crazy, you know, socialist things. Listen to what he said about the, the trans situation. Yes, part of the rise in LGBT numbers is from people feeling free enough to tell it to a pollster, and that's all to the good. But some of it is, it's trendy. Penis equals man. Okay, boomer. (laughs) Remember, the prime directive of every teen is anything to shock and challenge the squares who brought you up. 
It's why nobody gets a nose ring at 56. If you attend a small dinner party of typically very liberal upper income Angelinos, it is not uncommon to hear parents who each have a trans kid having a conversation about that. What are the odds of that happening in Youngstown, Ohio? If this spike in trans children is all natural, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. Mm. Amazing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nine minute monologue. I wish I could play the whole thing. It is. He just dismantles it. He starts with a Gallup poll um, and he says, you know, for people who were born before 1946, trans was less than one percent. That's Joe Biden's administration. Two point six percent of boomers. Four point two percent of Gen Xers. 10.5% of millennials and 20.8% of Generation Z. This is not rocket science here no, to figure this out. It's not. He said, if we keep going, we'll all be gay or trans <laughs> by 2054. <laughs> so, I mean, this is ridiculous. This right. is really, truly ridiculous. I don't know if you saw last week there was a teacher. I don't know where. Every single person in her class was trans. Every single one. At some point, doesn't that? If that's true, then they're not trans anymore, right? That's just the regular way things occur. Everybody's born in the wrong body, right. apparently. No transitions. No. If you're, if everyone is already, it doesn't make any sense. Obviously, when you see numbers like this, if it were, yes, you can make the the disclaimer he made at the beginning there might be a few percent, right? Like yeah. people who were ashamed to say something like that before or didn't and wanted to admit it to a pollster before are now admitting it. Yes, there could be some people in that in that boat. And to that extent, like, you know, the people should be able to say what they what they feel. At that beyond that though, like this is obviously happening where people believe that it's the it's a it's a trendy thing to do. It's going to piss off mom and dad. Um I, I, I the thing I see all the time is is the the uh when you look at these polls, the number that's really high when you look at the polls are bisexuals. And you you think, okay, well, the bisexual thing, all right, like how how do you explain that? And what you seem to find when you dig down into these polls are people who say things like, look, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me. I, I don't care what gender they are. I'll, I'll, anyone I love. Now, they all just happened to date the opposite sex all the time. Correct. They happen to be married to a person of the opposite gender. Uh, but they say to pollsters, look, I don't care. I do, gender's not important to me. I'm above that because I'm this progressive vision of utopia that I'm trying to, uh, you know, or they're just trying into to, reality. They're just trying to be a part of mm -hmm. the times and yeah. you know this enlightened person exactly when they don't actually practice any of that they're no. not actually going you know bob i've always thought i was in love with women but you are just such a handsome man what do you say we find a motel someplace they're not doing that yeah. what they're saying is i could do that if i wanted to i don't have a problem you know, yeah. I have no problem with that. I used, to, yeah. I used to know this girl who who dated guys her entire life. And then one day decided she was you know, she didn't care about gender. And she got into a relationship with a woman and it lasted like two months. 
And then she went on to date many other men and get married to a man and have multiple children with a man. And like, now look, I, as a guy, I don't know if this is still okay to say, but like would not, there's never a point where I'd be like, hey, you know, a couple months, I'll give it a whirl. Like that is not me. And so maybe that is something different. Maybe that is a bisexual person. That is, who would, the, <laughs> that is the argument. That is right. the argument that, that you know, you, you're born knowing uh, that you'd be able to go anyway. Right. And you know? so, and I've always thought that was a strange thing to, to, to argue that it's, you're born that way. I don't know. It's like, isn't it, aren't you trying, like, you think as a product, you'd say like, hey, I want to choose this product. It's because it's better, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's just, you're just in this and there's nothing you can do about it. Yet people continually do the opposite thing for multiple decades of their life. So I, I it's hard to really explain on that front, but this particular person, like, I don't know what, how do you explain that person? Is that person in a poll bisexual? I mean, yeah, they had one two month relation. Yeah. Experiment. Again, that whole thing that used to be, oh, I tried crazy things in college has now turned into an entire category in these polls. And like, that is not what we're trying to summarize with these polls. And I think there is a, look, I think there's something to be said for, uh, for two girls getting together. First of all, it's much now. Listen, it's much more accepted, uh, mm-hmm. you know, traditionally, if you will, in in culture. You mean guys accept it? Yes, yes. guys, straight guys, <laughs> yeah, right, cis yeah. guys love that. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so but there there is that, mm-hmm. but also two women, they're going to share. They're 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 going to share the responsibilities. Mm-hmm. They're. You know, you got kids, you're like, ah, I'm so tired. Oh, you're tired. Let me, I'll take it. Guys generally don't do that. There'd be no responsibility. There'd be no, you have two Mm -hmm. guys in a relationship. It's a disaster. Now, that may, I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. not always clearly, Mm -hmm. but if you're saying cis guys decide to experiment, that's bad. Nobody's ever <laughs> going to leave the couch. No one. No one. No one will do anything. It it won't be good. It won't be good. You They'll need both- to have authentic gay guys to make a household work is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Probably not good, but I mean I just I've had this conversation. Stu and I have had this conversation. You know, guys like the same thing. We don't understand women, but we'd never wear pants or leave the house mm. ever. Yeah, it would be bad. <laughs> we'd never take a shot. It would be bad. <laughs> I see this whenever my wife goes away for yes. like a week. She goes to like visit her mom or something, and I I'm at home and like the entire house. It looks like it was. It's in Ukraine. Yeah. Like, how did the, what disaster occurred here? Because you don't really care. No, I don't. You care. don't really I, care. And then your wife will call you, like every twenty five minutes. Are the kids still alive? <laughs> Do you know where the kids uh, are? I assume Have they you, are. They're young. Did you feed them today? Did I? Am I responsible for feeding these children? I thought we were trying to raise responsible children. (laughs) Anyway, every day that the Bell of Liberty continues to ring across this land, it does so because men and women put their lives on the line to keep us free and safe. And that cost is very high. Sometimes it's the highest. That's where Tunnel to Towers comes in. 
Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family home to stability. Catastrophically injured? These guys will build mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now they have Operation Home Base. Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. This is who we are. While our government is, is actually taking money from our VA and shipping it down so we have more doctors at the border, Tunnel to Towers knows what's true and knows what's real. Join them, William. $10, I'm sorry, $11 a month at T2T.org. $11 a month. It's a way for us to do the right thing and honor our commitment to those who have honor and have saved our way of life. T2T.org. That's T2T.org. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Ah, uh, we got some. We have some really good news. Um, some good news about Samuel Young. You might remember him. He was the Antifa shooter uh, in Aurora, Colorado, on the highway. Um, he's 24 years old. He was con- he was convicted of seven felonies: two counts of second degree assault, four counts of attempted manslaughter, and a single count of illegally discharging his gun. Um, remember the, the protesters were blocking all the lanes of traffic on interstate 225 when a Jeep driver approached the group from behind and drove through the group. Um, everybody was running and, uh, he decided that he was going to fire five shots, two shots hitting the back of the Jeep, two shots hitting fellow black lives matter protesters. One man shot in the leg, another bullet grazed the head of a protester. Uh, the driver of the Jeep wasn't hit. So the prosecution was seeking six years in prison, which is significantly less than the maximum of 16 uh, years um, that he would have faced under current sentencing guidelines. Uh, But uh, the judge decided to go a different way. She said, your actions are horrific, horrific, but you don't have a record. Uh, There's this is an unusual case. You know, I see people who are repeat offenders and you have no criminal history. Um, You're young, you're 24, you're well-educated, you have a history of helping others, you're needed at home, uh, and you shot wholly indiscriminately into a crowd of hundreds of people. So, and you've apologized. So, um, is this from a judge or is this his LinkedIn profile? No, it's... (laughs) that's, uh, That's from a judge. Wow. Yeah. He was sentenced to... 120 days in jail, 120 days days? in jail Mm. and credited for the 50 days he's already served. Oh, good. So he's got 10 more weeks. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's, that's a several weeks. Yeah. That's, 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 think about that. That's eight weeks after your house is done. (laughs) 
That's right. You know, he's got to wait all he's the way till then. Huh. Imagine if they they said it that way. They said, you know what? When Glenn's house is done, eight more weeks. This guy being he'd be this is life imprisonment. Life in prison. <laughs> life. Never get out. Yeah. Never get out. Yeah. No. So Sad. we got we got that going for us. Mm. Another great great judge. Another great judge. And some shocking news. Women pres- women presenters on Afghanistan's leading news channels went on the air Sunday with their faces covered. Um, they were um, they're not supposed to uh, they're not supposed to uh, you know be be maskless. Not the Joe Biden mask, just the eyes. But I've seen the pictures of some of these, and even the eyes are so telling. They're so sultry. I I think. Wow, she is. This is practically pornography. Mm. You know what I mean? I can't control myself at all. Anyway, um, the Taliban has imposed a slew of new restrictions on civil society. Many of the, many of these new rules uh, focus on the reining in on the rights of women and girls. So I, you know, you know, we. I think this has worked out. We would make. We would mock this and say, I don't know if it's a good idea to have a face covered on a news broadcast. How many news broadcasts over the past two years have you watched with their face covered? Thousands, right? Different kind of mask. But I mean, like, think of that. Same thing. It is really incredible. Yeah. Like you see. Being forced to. You see. Because they take yeah. it off. As soon, as soon as the cameras go off. Outdoors where there's been no cases of COVID known to be passed other than close contact this entire pandemic. I was at a fair this weekend, and I saw a woman go on like the tilt-a-whirl with a mask on. It's like you're fu- you're flying around at 900 miles an hour. You have carnies uh, controlling your life in a spinning metal container, and you're worried about COVID. <laughs> Good God! All right, back in just a minute. <laughs> 